Uh, now that we've all recovered from Purim, there's Rath Hashem, um, and means Shloishin Yom, um, Doshin, it's now Chag, so we have to prepare before the Chag, even though the Shulchan Aruch actually doesn't pass in it. Shulchan Aruch says Shualin, uh, not Doshin. And there's a whole discussion about that, we won't get into it, but nevertheless, we are Machmir, and we are also going to prepare, not only if someone comes and asks you a question, but we are going to prepare for um, Pesach, and the next uh, two or maybe three shirim are going to be dedicated to the laws of Leila Seder. So just at the outset, I want to clarify what are the mitzvot that we have from the Torah and Midra Bonen, and because there are many, many things that we do on Leila Seder, but we need to make sure that the Ikara doesn't become the Tafel and vice versa. In contemporary times, we only have two mitzvot from the Torah on Leila Seder. We have the mitzvah of Sipur Yitziat Mitzrayim, and we have the mitzvah of eating matzah. In the times of the Beit HaMikdash, we had the Korban Pesach and Maron. Um, and the Korban Pesach wasn't just one mitzvah. There's like, I can't remember exactly, but uh, if you look in the Sefer Achinuch, there's like 10 or even more, maybe even 14 mitzvahs connected just with the Korban Pesach. So that gamut of mitzvot we have parked, Bezrat Hashem, maybe this year it will be different. But in the meantime, we're not going to be learning Gilchot Korban Pesach. So we only have a mitzvah from the Torah of Matzah and of, um, and of Sipur Yetziat Mitzrayim. Midrabanan, so here Chachamim, the famous mitzvah of Arba Kosot, the four cups of wine. We have the mitzvah of Haseva, of leaning, of reclining. Um, and then there's a whole discussion, obviously, Halel, and there's a discussion, what is the status of Karpas? Is it an absolute Takana, um, etc. But those are the major, major mitzvot that we have on Lel HaSeder. So <coughs> let me, uh, let us begin. We're on page 282 with the mitzvah of, um, sorry, 281. Now the Rambam actually gives us a nice description of the order of the Lel HaSeder. He says as follows. In Kilchot Chametz Amatza Zayin Siv Yud, Kol Halacha Yud, Kol Kos Vekos Me Arba Kosot Ha'Elu Mevarech Elav Bracha Bifnatzma. Every cup, one has to say an independent bracha on each cup. I.e., Borei Pragapen on each cup. Kos Rishon Omer Elav Kiddush Hayom. The first cup is parallel to Kiddush. Kos Sheni Korei Elav Et Hagadah is basically said over. The Haggadah, that's why some people actually hold the cup the entire time. The third cup, one says Birkat Hamazon over it. And Kosrabi Gomer Alav et Halel, we say Halel and Mevarech Alav Birkat Hashir. And we also say Birkat Hashir, is that Nishmat, is that we'll leave that for the last year, what exactly is Birkat Hashir? And says the Rambam, If a person wants to add more uh, drinks, uh, more cups, he can. But between third and fourth cup, one is not allowed to. So the Rambam's basically given us a nice description of the, the Seder night. And Chazal instituted it according to every... It's in 115. We're going to have to say like that. Well, she corrected. Uh, she corrected. She corrected. Uh, one. Okay. Um, so, 
Just out of interest, yes. normally we only have a cost when we have 10 people for benching. Right. So why do we need a cost for, the, for this particular benching in, on, on the same night? So firstly, the fact that we uh, you actually have a, should have a cost, even if, even uh, if you don't have 10 yeah, people. Even if you don't have 10 people. Yeah. Today, we are only makpid on it when it's a suda chashuva, that which is generally when there's 10 people, etc. But many people are makpid. The evening, two evenings, yeah. Yeah, during by, the year. Uh, by yourself, no. Uh, and that's a great yes, makom, gam, okay. by yourself. Yeah. So, so to say a brocha uh, 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 that a birkat amazon taun cost is not necessarily connected to uh, to the seder night. Okay. Now, um, so we've said that there's a mitzvah midrabanan, and the Rambam seems to say that it was each mitzvah of the night or each part of the night we have a separate. Uh, costs for each one. Now, let's start with the first cup, page 282. The Gemarayim Pesachim Kuvchet says, Both men, women, and children are obligated in the four cups. Now, women, why are women obligated? The Gemara says, just like in Purim, Aphein Ayubo so too, regarding Pesach, we have a famous machloket between Rashi and Tosfot. Tosfot understands that the woman were also saved from the slavery of Egypt. Rashi brings down that just as Purim, it's not that they were, they, uh, were part of the miracle, but they enabled the miracle. The Gemarim Sota Yudalev says, Bishut nashim tzitkariot, uh, so it's due to the merit of the woman and the same story with Purim, Bishchut, Esther, etc. So we understand why women are obligated to uh, have Arba Kosot. The question is children. Why are children obligated in Kosot? So the truth is it's not brought down here, it's actually Machloket Tanaim. According to Chachamim, children are obligated and according to um, Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah, he says that women aren't obligated. It's a bit of a machlok of Rishonim. What children are we referring to? I'm going to talk according to the majority of the Rishonim. We're referring to children that have already reached the age of Chinuch. Call it five years old. Chachamim say they have an obligation to, to, um, to drink. And Rabbi Yehuda says not. Now the question is, if they've reached the age of Chinuch, then what's this different from every other mitzvah? It seems that the purpose of the mitzvah, as we'll see in a moment, one of the purposes of the mitzvah is uh, to enjoy ourselves. And apparently children don't like drinking wine, so there's no chinuch in it. And nevertheless, Chachamim come along and say, nevertheless there's a chiyuk for children to reach the age of chinuch to have four cups. And Rabbi Yehuda the Tana says, no, there's no point, there's no point, they're not going to enjoy themselves, etc. That is, just keep that in the back burner, and let's now see the reason for the mitzvah. Look at the Rambam, source number three, Chometz Matzah, Perek Zayn. Bechol dor vador chayav adam laharot et atzmo, keilu hu ba'atzmo yatsa atam mishirabud mitzrayim. The famous language of the Rambam, every generation a person is obligated to <coughs> show himself, right? As if he came out himself out of Egypt, that's why according to those who are makbid, like the Rambam, they put the matzahs on their shoulder because they actually have to, you know, dramatize it 
They have to show themselves as if they went out of Egypt. He continues. Okay, it's as if you were a slave and you were freed. And then he continues. When a person eats and drinks, he has to eat and drink the way of a free person. And both men and women have to eat and drink or have to drink the four cups. What can we be medayek from this Rambam? First of all, the Rambam is paskening against Chachamim. He paskens like Rabbi Yudah. There is no obligation for children to drink the four cups. But there's a second view that I want to make from this Rambam. The Rambam is couching this halacha of Arba Kosot as derecherut. Right? That this is a way of freedom. I, what is the purpose that the sages instituted Arba Kosot? The reason behind the takana was a display of freedom. Noblemen, free men, and women, we drink and be merry, and that is a reason for the takana. Look at Rashi on that end. The Rashi says, source number four, Arba Kosot, keneged arba'a l'shonei ge'ula ha'morim begalot mitzrayim, v'otzeit yetchem, v'yitzat yetchem, v'galt yetchem, v'lakacht yetchem. Rashi says, where did we get those four cups of wine? Why were they instituted? Parallel to the four languages of redemption mentioned in the Torah. Is Rashi arguing with the Rambam? Not necessarily. Rashi could be agreeing. The reason why the sages instituted it was because we want to show that we are free and uh, free people. How much? When, where, what? Okay, so Rashi says, so they decided the number four in parallel to the four Leshonot. Tosvot, on the other hand, Tosvot have a completely different understanding. Tosvot seem to imply that the reason why we instituted, why Chachamim instituted the four caps was basically parallel to the four mitzvahs of the, you know, the different mitzvahs of, of the stages of the, of the Seder. So they instituted a cap to give importance to every mitzvah of the, of the Seder night. A practical ramification would be if a person, I, I once had this, I was on duty in the army, that, so, uh, you know, unfortunately, so the, the, the shifts were eight hours. I was on the Lebanese border. So, you know, we, had, we, we literally, you have to like get off and then you, or you get on, I was getting on to the shift. So you, you, once you're on the shift, you can't do the Leila Seder. So my shift started at like 7 o'clock at night. So I had to do the whole Seder. So the question is whether you can just gulp down all four, four cups and you fulfill it. According to the Rambam, maybe yes. In the end of the day, I've got to have four cups of wine and show that I'm a noble. Don't know how good that would be for my Shmirah. But in terms of the, the, uh, <coughs> the fulfillment of the obligation, I'm drinking like a free man. According to Tosvot, no, you have to drink it according to the order of the Seder. You can't just gulp down four, uh, four cups of wine. So that would be a ramification between the understanding of the Rambam, which I'm, I'm putting Rashi with the Rambam, because I don't necessarily think they're arguing, as opposed to Tosvot. Let's uh, move on. How much does one have to drink when it comes to the cups? Now, as an introduction, 
The Gemara in Psachim Kuf Zayin describes how much a person has to drink in general for koshal bracha. When I say koshal bracha, Kiddush, Havdala, you have to drink malolog mav. Gemara says you have to drink malolog mav, a cheekful. How much is a cheekful? Rov Raviyat. The majority of a Raviyat for a standard person, <coughs> if you're not Og Melech Abashan, a regular cheekful is a, is a, is a, a, a Rov Raviyat. Right? That's basically what we have to drink. Okay? Comes along the Gemara one daf later, Kufchet, and says, I'm Rab Nachman by Yitzchak, I'm on source number five. The Ashte Ruba de Kasa. When do you fulfill your obligation? If you drank the majority of the cup. Who's talking about majority of the cup? Didn't we just say you have to drink a cheekful? A cheekful, we said, was a majority of a revient. Here, all of a sudden, the Gemara says, when it comes to Leila Seder, and you have to drink the majority of the cup. Look at Toswat. Toswat immediately understands. No, no, no. What does it mean, the majority of the cup? That means a cheekful. However, one should drink. Sorry, Lishlot Ravit Legame. Sorry, Lishlot Ravit Legame. Tosvot says the language of the Gemara, Rov Kos, the majority of the cup, they, it means a cheekful. There's no distinction. Rov Ravit. Because Tosvot understands that the Gemara was using a standard cup. Now, there was a, obviously, a, they were talking about a standard cup. And a standard cup is a revit, right? So when I was talking about rov cost, it was rov revit. It's all one and the same. According to the Toswat, there's no difference between Shabbos, Kiddush on Friday night, and Arba Kosot and Leila Sede. You only have to drink rov revit. Comes along the Beit Yosef and tells us the opinion of the Ramban. Avala Ramban. The Ramban is being faithful to the language of the Gemara. I.e., when the Gemara used the term Rov Kos, it was telling us that this is a new shear for Leila Seder. And even if I've got, you know, a huge coffee mug, you know, which can have many reviets in it, on Leila Seder, I have to drink, according to the Ramban, to fulfill the obligation, I have to drink the Rov course, I have to drink the majority of the cup, okay? So those of you who are, are planning on, on your, your big uh, uh, mugs, just be aware that according to the Ramban, you have to drink the majority of the cup. Now, before we paskin, um, who, who, before we decide who we paskin like, let's try and understand where does this, why according to the Ramban, would Chazal make a different shear for Leila Seder than any other kosher bracha? Says the Bach, uh, third line in the uh, source, the Bach is in, in our Siman Tafayim Bet, the Ramban Mefarish the Timat Melolog Mav Lokatanila. It doesn't say have a cheekful, that it usually says I regarding Kiddush. Elegabe Kiddush or Birkatamazon. That was only mentioned regarding Kiddush and Birkatamazon, the Hatam Lobe Inan Rakta Imatakos. Because there you only need the tasting of the cup. And regarding a tasting, okay, so a cheekful is good enough. Even for a great, a big cup. You just need basically a cheekful, which we said was a rov revit. 
אבל כאן זה בעניין שישתה ארבע כוסות, ולא הווה שתיית כוסות, אלא אם כן שותה רוב הכוס. Let me explain it this way. Explain the Bach. On Friday night, there's no mitzvah to drink a cup. The mitzvah is to say Kiddush. Chachamim wanted Kiddush to be important, so they said, say the brocha, say the Kiddush, ala kos. Okay, now once you've said the brocha, okay, so, so taste something in order, you know, so the brocha's like not in vain, whatever. But the focus is actually on the brocha. Whereas on Leila Seder, the focus is drinking a cup. We've never heard of this, that you have to drink a cup. Once we have a chiv to drink a cup, okay, so make a brocha on it. Because the Chachamim said, drink a cup, so let's make a brocha. The focus is completely different. I have to drink a cup of wine. If I have to drink a cup of wine, okay, so, so, so say a borei priyagafet. So now we can understand why, according to the Ramban, if you have to drink a cup of wine, so what's the definition of a cup? At least a rov. At least a rov, right? Maybe even the, the whole cup. But vadai, a rov. Because in general, anywhere in the Torah, rubo kakulo, so we'll, we'll accept a rov. And that is the logic behind the Ramban. How do we pass it? Look at the Shulchan Aruch. Shira kos revi'it lachar shi'im zagenu. The shear of the cup has to be a revi'it. One has to drink the whole cup or the majority. Now, there are many cups. Are we talking about a coffee mug? Here's going to be the ramification. Do we pass it like the Ramban or Tosvot? The whole family can be Yotze. Who's he passing it like? Tosvot. I.e. Not everyone had their cup, so imagine, you know, the bala bayit, and then he gives it to his wife and all the children, and they all take a sip. Now, they're all drinking a rov revit, but none of them drank rov kos. And the Shulchan Aruch didn't have a problem with it. And then he adds, the yesh omrim, but some say shetzarich lishtot rov kos. Afilu machzik kamerevit. And then he brings the opinion of the Ramban as a yesh omrim. Now, we have a rule in Halakha. Whenever the Shulchan Aruch says opinion number one as a stam, i.e. Uh, anonymous opinion, and then a yeishomrim, yeishomrim v'stam, halachika, stam. So that means that according to the general psak, the Shulchan Aruch is actually passing me'ikaradin like Tosvot, that you only have to drink rov revit. However, he does bring the opinion, it's not like it's not, uh, and look what the Mishabura says. <coughs> After Ba'alma died by Rav Ravit, or now he's explaining the second opinion, although in general Rav Ravit is okay, but regarding the Arba Kosot, we are more stringent and according to the second opinion, I of the Ramban, if you didn't drink the majority of the cup, you haven't fulfilled your obligation. We see that the Shulchan Aruch um, Paskin like Tosvot, and that's how the Mishnah says that is the halacha. However, says the Mishnah listen, the halacha correct follows Tosvot, but if you know you're not going to be able to drink this, the majority of a massive cup, then why, why get yourself into trouble? I.e., take a smaller cup and drink the majority of the cup, which is the majority of Ravit, which you have to drink anyway, and you fulfill all the opinions. So says Mishabura, that's what one should do, lechatchila. 
right? Don't take these massive cups where you won't be able to drink a Rav Revit, unless you want to make um, Pesach Puri. Okay, if you want to, there are all those that, that are able to and, and want to, but, but <coughs> besides for that, that is how we should uh, apply this halacha. Is there a minimum amount for Rav Kos? What do you, you have? If, you, if you're going to have a small Kos, yeah. and then you're going to have a... Well, the you know, cost has to be a minimum of a revit. It has to be a revit. Has to be a revit. Any cost less than a revit is not a cost. Right? So that is our minimum okay. revit. Now, we'll get to in a moment what is a revit and how much it is, etc. But the assumption is minimum. So says the Mishra, take a revit. That is what, if you can't drink a big cup, take a revit cup, measure it before, and then you have to drink a raw revit, and, and, which is the raw cups. And you. Yeah. And then you solved all your problems. But now, then you've not drunk a revit. Sorry? But then you've not drunk a revit. You don't have to drink a revit. Mm-hmm. Only lechatchila. Lechatchila, the Rosh says that one should drink the entire cup. Maybe for, for what we said, you know, the Chazal Institute drink a cup, so drink a cup. However, obviously, just as any Torah law, if you drank the majority, it's as if you, okay, you drank the whole thing. Okay? Now, um, source number 11. Um, how much, what's the time frame over here? So, most people, it's not, it's not such a big deal as opposed to the matzah where they could get uh, quite uh, intense and uh, pressured. But drinking, generally, you have to drink it, you should drink it in one go. Um, that's to fulfill, because otherwise, if you're just sipping, you haven't really done anything. Now, Ben Yevet, he says like this. Uh, look from the second paragraph. So a person shouldn't delay the time in which he drinks the cup more than a revit. But if you did delay and you drank it over a longer period, regarding the last two cups, do not repeat drinking it. Just go to the, I'll explain that line in a moment. You should drink at least the majority of the cup in one gulp. If you can't do it in one gulp, in two. But if not, then you can be lenient up to about uh, four minutes. Uh, more than four minutes, you really, uh, it's not so, not so simple. But again, it's, uh, for, for, for one, it's not really such, a, such an issue. Okay, now one last thing on the size of the cup. Let me give a quick introduction that the Nod of Yehuda... Uh, Rab- yes? So you're saying that you can take a four minute drink of the That's not Lechatchila, but yes. Look, they're machmirim, that maybe it's not four minutes, it's two minutes, right? Uh, but the make-or-make opinion is, is uh, four minutes, but the, one, 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 one should try to do it in one sip, if not one sip, two sips. If not two sips, at least, you know, within, within a minute or two. If you're stretching it and, and you know, whatever, you really need to, up to four minutes, poskim are lenient. Um, now, in terms of the size of the cup, we said it has to be a revit. Other than less than a revit, you haven't bought. Now the question is, what is a revit? So here we have a, a famous argument that is already pointed out by the Nodabiyuda. 
Not of Yehuda, Chachamim gave us shirim, a shir of a kabeza of an egg, a shir of a kazait. Now, it also described these descriptions that it has to be a kabeza or it has to be a kazait. And then it talks about it that if a person were to swallow an egg or swallow an olive uh, size, and the Lord of Yehuda points out, hold on, <coughs> the shirim that are mentioned regarding an egg, how it relates to our bodies, mentioned in the Gemara, doesn't seem to fit the size of the egg and the olive that we see on our tables in front of us. Mm-hmm. And therefore the Lord of Yehuda said, what's happened is, nishtanu atva'im, that nature has changed, and obviously the eggs have actually gotten smaller in our times. Why is that important? Because if Chachamim are giving us shirim, and everything's based on the size of the egg or the size of an olive, right? So basically the Lord of Yehuda says, okay, well we actually have to double the size. And therefore, this opinion of the Lord of Yehuda was a big discussion. And the Mishnah Brewer says as follows. He gives us a rule in general, which is a very important rule. When a mitzvah is a Torah mitzvah, such as Kazait Matzah, Belel Pesach, Bevadai Yesh Lachmir Kedivrehem, one should be Machmir for the opinions that say that, you know, the Shirim have got smaller, so we've got to double it up. Ule Inyan Kiddushel Laila, and similarly Kiddush on Friday night, which Ikarohu Doraita, the idea of Kiddush is from the Torah. Why the idea? Because Midoraita, if you say Mekadesha Shabbat with words, you fulfill the obligation. The sages came along and said, make the brocha of Kiddush, Mekadesha Shabbat, on a kos. So the kos is actually Midorabana. But that's why the Mishnah Bar- is pointing out the idea of Kiddush at night is Midoraita, as opposed to the idea of Kiddush in the day, which is completely so therefore, one should even for Kiddush on Friday night, where we said it's only the Rabbanan, the wine is the Rabbanan, but the idea is the writer. So therefore, also try and have a bigger share of the Tzlach, of the Norbi Yehuda. Also, the Khatam Sofer also was Machmir for this idea. Uh, but regarding Kiddush of Shachrit, and every other cost of Bracha, again, that what? That we go with the smaller amount, i.e., what the size the, that we see. We don't accept the Chumrah of the Nord Behuda. What is a Revit based on these ideas? If you go according to the standard size, how we would do it without the Chumrah of the Nord Behuda, the Grachna says it's 86 mils. CC and mils the same thing? Yes. Right. Um, and, and that's how Rav Chaim Na'eh, Paskins, and that was the majority of Chachmei Yisrael accepted that opinion. Came along the Chazonish. The Chazonish said, the Nord is right. And he basically adopted for, across the board the Shitta of the Nord and therefore, we now have called, when we talk about Shir Chazonish, and it's really an, an adoption of an earlier uh, um, opinion, but it became mainstream halacha once the Chazonish passed it. Well, definitely became mainstream halacha in Bnei Brak. I'm not sure uh, how far it was. Uh, um, so that's why we have Shir Grachnae or Shir Chazonish. Lamaise, what should one do for the Arba Kosot? Well, based on what we just read in the Mishnah Burah. Arba Kosot, we said, is a mitzvah der Rabbanah. 
So if it's a mitzvah the Rabbanan, one can definitely rely on the shit of the Grachmae and only drink, a, have a cup which is 86 mils. Yeah? Now there could be a question regarding the first cup. Because the first cup is not only one of the four cups of wine, but it's also it's also Kiddush. Right? So even it's also Kiddush and the Ikar of Kiddush. Now, that's interesting. The Ikar of Kiddush on, on Shabbos is definitely Midoraita. Right oh, so this, this, uh, this, this Pesach, Dafka, it falls out on Friday night. So Lakuli Alma, the Kiddush definitely has an Ikar Midoraita. Right um, so should one be machmir that the first cup one should actually or could should actually be 150 mils kishitat the chazanish? Now look, it's very difficult. I, I, I think the Torah also has a principle of chasa hakadosh baruch hu chasa Torah mamon shel Yisrael. So to supply every guest of yours with two separate cups is going to be difficult, and also to supply them with a bigger cup if they're not going to be able to drink. Of course, right, then you're going to get yourself into the problem of the Ramban. Right? So, so you have to be, uh, you have to know your, your, your guests. And um, there is one, one option. And that is, it could be that the person who's saying Kiddush, for his Kiddush cup, at least for the first, uh, for the first cup, he should say Kiddush on a bigger cup, on the Shir Chazanish. Because there is an opinion in Tosfot, there's an opinion in Tosfot, we don't pass it like this, that really, if the Balabait drank the four cups, everyone who hears it is Yotza. Right? So if you hear it and the, and the person was making Kiddush on the bigger cup and he drinks a, a Rav Kos, everyone else, Lichora, could be Yotza Met. So that could be a solution and fulfill all the Shitot. Yeah. It would be better to. Drink, use a cup that's 86 milliliters and drink all of it, which is lechat chila, right. or to use a cup that's 150 and drink robacos. No, it's all right. It's not the same. No, but that's the problem. But then you know, but you're not doing the chakila all the cups. That's the question. Which would be? I would say yes. I no 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 no. I would I would say I would say go with 150 if you can drink the raw cups. Then you would go with the, the 150. You know, no, you're not going to drink the Rove Coast. You know, Rove Coast, you're, yeah. you're only going to drink If Rove you are able to drink on 150 a Rove Coast. Right, which is less than the 86. Yeah, okay, then then I would still go with the, the, the Rove Coast. Because uh, the Chazonish and, and uh, right. The question is, the question is, what happens if you take a shear of, should you take the cost of the Chazonish if you know you're not going to be able to drink Rove Coast? Uh, you can only drink Rav Revit. That is, I think, you know, the Chazonish Nikim, I think, would say, well, you should still have a cup of, of 150. I'm not sure. Uh, other opinions sure. might say, what are you talking about? According to the Ramban, you're not Yotze. That's definitely more important. And so that, that, that is a question. I don't have a, a, a clear answer on that one. Since on the night of Pesach, yes. we're also Chayabodam Miros and the Kiddush. Is also a form of mirror the hot smoky Is it better that one person should be mozi everybody in Kiddush, or is it better that everybody at the table should make that, that? That is a machloket, uh, it's a general machloket, barov am, or is there a mitzvah that everyone should say it? Uh, I think there are different minagim 
the, the, the general approach is that Barov Am, the one, one person says the, the Kiddush and everyone is Yotze, but I know, the, the, I know the Hasidim are definitely makbid on it. And, um, including the Baruch of Bore Priyadavan? Yeah. And they just answer on Yeah. So even for all the Kosot, not everybody no. says the Baruch No, no, no. All the, Kosot, the, all the other Kosot, they do say the, the, the Bracha. Why? Because, the, okay, let, let, let's go. We, we're digressing a bit. But the question is like this. In general, we have a din of Shomea Kone. Right? Shomea Kone, if you hear, you can uh, be Yotze. There is a Yerushalmi that says that there are three exceptions to the rule. One of the exceptions to the rule is um, the Amida, right? Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, listen to someone else. The other is maybe Kriyat Shema, right? And the third is Birkat Why? Because if, if, if you're getting the benefit, you should say the Bracha. Now, I'm not going to... Lichora Midoraita Yotza even in all those three, and it's only Midorabanan, and therefore Bishat Atchak, we definitely do rely on it. So why, for Birkat Hamotzi on Shabbos and, and uh, on, le- on a regular Friday night, do we rely on Shomer Koneh? It goes against the principle. So one answer is that when it's a Birkat mitzvah, if it's couched in a, in, a, in a mitzvah, then you say it. Then you, you, you basically can say Shomer Koneh. So the first cup is basically a Birkat mitzvah of Kiddush, right? But the second cup... The, 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 the other cups are basically just uh, Borei Priyagafe. But that has its difficulties because it's not true regarding the Agoda, etc. and the fourth cup. It's only true regarding the third cup. The third cup is just uh, basically uh, Borei Priyagafe. Okay, so it's, it's a question. Uh, I, if, from what I've seen, everyone else, the, the, the question is only about the first cup. Regarding all the other cups, uh, everyone says it by them. Uh, it's got the standard law of Birkat in which everyone says it by themselves. Okay. Um, two other laws of, of uh, one that we haven't, uh, that's not in the safer, but I think it's very important to, to discuss. Grape juice. Can, does one have to drink wine? Can one fulfill the obligation of grape juice? So the Gemara says explicitly that uh, the Gemara in Baba Batri, if I'm not mistaken, that says that a person can basically squeeze the grapes and he can make a kiddush on it. Again, not to, maybe not on Shabbos. You can't squeeze on Shabbos, but it's clear from the Gemara that we we're talking about grape juice. There wasn't uh, there wasn't wine. It wasn't fermented. So. You cannot argue that according to the Gemara, you can make Kiddush on grape juice. The question is like this. Should one, is there any reason not to, um, to have wine specifically? So first of all, the Mishnah Bura says in general, even though you can usually say Kiddush on grape juice, the mitzvah mina mufkar is to do it on yain yasha. Are you on fermented, what we'll call wine, um, that has uh, an alcoholic... That's a general din of the Mishaburah. Then, Rav Moshe Feinstein points out that, no, on Leila Sene, there's an, another reason to be machmir, and that is because it's a din of cheirot. You know, noble, we're drinking as nobility, and we're drinking for the simcha of free men. I don't know, slaves apparently weren't allowed to drink uh, alcohol, but free people are. There's a third reason of Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank. Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank says, that there's a mitzvah on Yontif of Simcha. Now, Simcha, uh, the Gemara says, for men is Ein Simcha El and for women is Begadim, right? Is new clothes, and the Rambam adds um, Tachshitim, right? Uh, jewelry. 
But for men, it seems to be wine. Now, what type of wine? So, sweet Pesach brands, it's yain mesameach. It has to be wine. So, it's got to be some, you know, it has to have some alcohol content. So, there are three reasons why one should choose on Lela Seder wine over grape juice. Number one, the general is always better, according to the Mishra Bura. Number two, according to Rabbi Moshe Man, there's a special din in Lela Seder. Number three, according to Rabbi Pesach Brand, there's a special din in, in Yonta. Right? Now, it could be that according to Rabbi Pesach Brand, there's an upcoming between men and women. Because if it's a din in Yontav, we said that for women, the, 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 the simcha is not in the wine, the simcha is in the clothes. So for that reason, it, it might be easier for women that don't want to drink wine, uh, that don't have to. Now clearly, halach you don't. everyone agrees that you yotze with grape juice, and you can. It's a hidur to do it with, um, with wine. When I say everyone says it's yotze, maybe I should... Uh, uh, there's a slight caveat. There is a Rav Chaim Kanievsky. Um, I haven't seen this inside, but I've been told that he is Mahmed, that you cannot be Yotze, Kiddish, or anything with, uh, with today's grape juice, even though it says explicitly in the Gemara that you can, because the grape juice in the Gemara was possible, i.e. It was, it was potentially one. But the, one, the grape juice that we have bottled you can keep it in your fridge for, for six months. It's not going to become wine, right? Because it's already been pasteurized or whatever they do to it, and therefore it can never become wine. And that, says Rav Chaim Kanievsky, you actually can't fulfill your mitzvah with it. Generally, we don't uh, pass in like that. Rav Shlomo Zaman wasn't choshesh for that, and uh, he does it. Now, there could be a solution according to all the opinions, and that is you add a bit of wine, and then you top it up with grape juice. Because as we saw, already in the, 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 the halacha was that they used to dilute the wine with water. So vada'i, if you, you, know, you have wine and you're diluting it with grape juice, could be that you still fulfill your obligation. That was the minog of Rav Zaman Arba. Okay? What about the light wine? I think that's fine. It's still got an alcohol. It's got, it's fine. It, 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 it fulfills the obligation according to, I think, all three. The Mishra Bura, it's still going to consider Yang and Yashan. According to the uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein, it's still going to, it's got that element of alcohol. We're not going to, you're still not going to give it to a kid. And, and, and Yang Adon versus Yang Adon. So Yang Adon versus uh, Yang um, Laban. The Ramban holds, the Ramban holds that uh, white wine is not wine. You can't fulfill your obligation anytime. When we talk about wine, it has to be red wine. He brings it out, etc., etc., etc. Et the Rishonim argue with the, the, the Rabban, uh, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't paskin like him. However, Yesh Machmirim, Yesh Machmirim, that at least on Leila Seder, Yala, let's, uh, let's try and fulfill the obligation, Le Koladeot, and Dafka use red wine. So those who are Choshesh for the Shita of the Ramban definitely try only have red wine in general and definitely on Lel Hasera. Yeah? Um, that was, that was one, oh, one other thing that I needed to, we haven't really moved, but we're going to do, instead of two sharing, we'll do it over three weeks, so that way we'll be able to cover ground. So I'm, I'm, I'm procrastinating a bit on the, on the wine, but there's a lot of halachot regarding it. Can you use a disposable cup? Ooh. Right? Is this, uh, is this a problem? Now, Rav Moshe Feinstein Paskins, that any koshal bracha, a lot of halachot of koshal bracha, if it's nicked, if it's, uh, you're cracked, it uh, can't be used. Any koshal bracha. 
So Sergio Marshall finds you. So if, if it's got a little crack, you know, if it's just uh, on the outside, so this uh, disposable thing that he's thrown out, he holds that uh, you see that the aesthetics of the cup is critical. And he holds that disposable cups, you can't fulfill, uh, it's not considered kosher bracha, you can't say kiddush on it, you can't say anything, and therefore also on lela seder. Tzitzeliezer argues that Tzitzeliezer says, no, the disposable cup, uh, basically it's a cup, uh, the fact that we throw it away is just because we're living in a, a, a generation where, you know, um, but it's a cup, it's a cup. Theoretically, it can be used again. It's not, you know, Lemaise, Lemaise, one should try be choishish for the shit of Rav Moshe Feinstein, where possible, and not use a disposable. However, Rav Rimon says, clearly there's got to be a distinction between, you know, the packs where you buy like 50 cups for three shekels, you know, that may be Rav Moshe Feinstein, but you know, something you can buy uh, fancy, fancy like silver ones, etc. He says even Rav Moshe Feinstein, you know, would agree that that's, that's like aesthetically, you know, some, some of them are so good, you can't actually tell that they're plastic and you feel bad to throw them away. So when it comes to those cups, I think even Rav Moshe Feinstein would be uh, makel and he wouldn't have a problem with it, but you should know that there are going to be, there are machmirim, especially if you're having people guests at your, at your, t- I was at a seder once, um, I felt very uncomfortable, I didn't know what to do, uh, <laughs> so, uh, does that, I mean, I, I didn't make a fuss about it, but uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable that the, that the cup that I was drinking, maybe I wasn't Yotze, um, anyway, my wife convinced me that I'm, <laughs> I was wrong. It's a beautiful cup. What are, what are you making fuss about? Anyway. And at the end of the Seder, you won your <laughs> Why? Because... You left. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on. Reclining. Haseida. This is a mitzvah that the Rambam says in his Perush HaMishnayot, V'chiyivu le'echok shu meseid k'derech sh'ochlin ha'melachim v'agdolim. We are obligated to lean. Why? Like the nobles, I like the kings, the nobility, that's how they used to, that is an expression of our freedom, of our nobility, etc. So this is an expression of our freedom. So it's not really there a root, because No, he says Because the <coughs> didn't recline. Well, he the says, look, you medayek from the first lashon. Yeah, but then look at the next line. So I think the Rambam, you, it's not necessarily a stira. Every person today has to feel free like the nobility. It seems that's, uh, that, that, that if we were Could to touch. Could have out Kederik Shalchlin. And just said, but Pivula Chol Kishume Seiv. Right. Oakland Hamlochim Hakdolim. Right. But it seems those are those are kings. What's up? Right. And was it during the time that the Israel went out of Mitzrayim, or was it during the Roman or the Greek? Look, this was a, clearly a takana that I don't think was at the time mm-hmm. of Moshe Rabbeinu and Yoshua, so, right? So it was at the time afterwards. Now the question comes along today. Who leans anymore, right? We're not Romans or Greeks, etc. So look at the Ravya. Ravya was one of the Rishonim, the Baalei Atosvot. He writes, Uvizman i.e. he's writing in the Middle Ages, right? She'en regilut ba'atzenu la'asei, that, you know, no one, no one leans today. E'en b'nei chorin, 
Bnei Chorin Lasev Yeshev Kedarko. If you are free people, so then you should be Yeshev Kedarko. Now one could have argued, and, and according and picking up that no, the Rambam was saying maybe a free people do it, but kings still like. I don't think that that was the case. I still think I think even the Queen of England today would be horrified to lie down at a table and eat, and or put her put her elbows on the table. So. Um, oh, so, uh, so the question is, the Lichora, the Ravya says today, since even nobility and kings don't do that, we don't need. How do we pass it? Says the Shulchan Aruch, Chumay save, lo yateh al gabo, velo al pana, velo al yamino. When you lean, don't lean on your back. I don't lie backwards, not forwards, and not to your right. Those are all halachot mentioned in the Gemara. Ella al smolo. You have to do it on your left. This is also for a left-handed person. It's the same halacha. And then he says, So anyone who has to lean, So anything that we have to, and we'll discuss what we have to, but definitely the four cups and the matzah, you have to lean, and you didn't, you have to go back and you have to repeat the eating and the drinking. That is the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. Says the Ramah. He's quoting the Ravya, that, you know, who does this today? That you just were machmir for the Nord Yuda. So you ate a double portion of, of matzah, like, you know, the biggest uh, size of matzah, and you were machmir for the, for the shortest amount of time possible, so you, like, gobbled it down, and you are cringing with the stomach pains now, and then you realize that you forgot to lean. So now do you have to go back? Right, so says the, the Bediyeved, maybe one can be lenient. Now why am I saying maybe? Because look at the next line. If he didn't drink the third or the fourth cup while reclining, you don't go back and repeat and repeat. Why? Because here there's a chashash. It looks like you're adding on the kosot. Let me give a brief introduction. The Mishnah says, Chachamim instituted four cups of wine. If a person wants to drink more cups, is a date you can add. However, between the third and the fourth, you're not allowed to add. Why not? The third cup is after the meal. I before, if you want to add, so it's just adding on to the meal, and therefore there's no problem. But the third and the fourth cup, you've finished your meal, and therefore now you start adding cups, it looks like you're adding a fourth, a fifth, a fifth or whatever cup, and that could be problematic. So it says <coughs> the mission says you're not allowed to do that. But the first two, you, the Mishnah says you don't have a problem, and that's how, uh, in general, that's how we paskin. However, the Shulchan Aruch brings the opinion of the Kolbo, that actually, when the Mishnah said you can add on the first two cups, it actually meant the second cup. Right? The second cup is really the beginning of the meal. Right? But the first cup, let's say, you shouldn't add between the first and the second, because you might become drunk, and you won't fulfill the mitzvah of any of the mitzvahs of the day. So that's in general how we go. So now says Rama, a person forgot to lean. What do you do? So he says, okay, well, you should go back and repeat it. Because Meikar Adin, you have to repeat it. And we're not going to be Somech on the Rabia. But the third and fourth cup, here if you go back and you, and you drink it, you might be, have a problem that you're going against the Mishnah. 
So in that case, I can rely on the on the rabbi, right? And also the matzah, we're not going to let you off the hook, even though he paskins like the rabbi. Yeah, but yeah, but no, 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 matzah just, but yeah, but you don't say brocha, right? But, and, uh, but you have to go back and eat it. In practice, I feel very uncomfortable eating while I'm leaving on the other side. It's not comfortable for me. So I'll get to that in a moment. I'll get to that in a moment. Matzah, is it because it's in the oraisa? No, he's saying uh, the Doraisa and the and the and the one. It, all of the mitzvahs. For the matzah. Right? For the matzah yeah. itself. Yeah. You you if you didn't You fulfilled your obligation. You, you still fulfill you you have to go back. However, you still fulfill your obligation of uh, you still fulfill your obligation of eating matzah mid orita. You have to go back to fulfill the mitzvah of has of eating matzah bahaseva midrabana. But you have fulfilled your obligation, the Kuli Alma, of the mitzvah of eating the Oraita. Now, Now, the Ramah is actually more machmer than the Shulchan Aruch. In the beginning, he kind of threw in the Rav, yeah, so, you know, we don't need a lean. And then he says, well, actually, I'm only Beliebed, and actually, Beliebed, it's only when really you can't go, you know, there's a problem to go back, like the third and fourth cup, but otherwise, go back. Just don't say Brocha. But then he says, and Lechatchila, one should eat your soup and the whole meal, leaning. So now, so it seems like the, the, the Ramah is pretty much not taking the Rav yeah too seriously in terms of this is what we should be doing. But now look at the next Salah. Says the Shulchan Aruch, Isha enatsricha haseva elenkeni chashuba. A woman doesn't need to lean unless she is a noble woman. Why is that? Apparently, in the times of the Gemara, it wasn't. Uh, acceptable for women to lean. And then she was, uh, you know, a matronita, a very important uh, woman, she didn't lean. So that's the Shulchan Aruch says, okay, if you're an important woman, lean, if not, not. Look at the Ramah. And all of our women are considered important, prominent, noble, however you want to translate that. But then he says, But the minag of the Ashkenazi woman was not to lean. Why? Look at the surprise line here. Ki samchu al divrei ravya. Because they rely on the opinion of the ravya. The katab, the bezman azeh, ain't la Then in this general. So what's going on here? Did the ravya rely on the ravya? Did he not rely on the ravya? It's a chulet. Right? And we haven't even got to the meal. And he's made a chulet. So what's going on here? The Rav Shlomo Zaman Ormach gives a beautiful explanation. He says like this. Me'ikar adin, the rama really holds that... The Rabia is correct. That you don't need to lean. So why why should we lean still? Because there's two elements of why a person should lean. Possibility number one is I lean because this is the way nobility or free people do that. That doesn't apply today. Possibility number two is I'm leaning even though people don't lean today. Why? Because that's how people used to lean. I used to show how we used to um, um, display our freedom. And that's what the Takana was. The Takana wasn't to drink as a free person, which I agree fits more in the Lashon of the Rambam. But perhaps one could say that, no, the Takana was to display how, how they actually display their freedom. And that also assumes that, you know, I don't know, when they were coming out of Egypt, they were already displaying 
uh, th this is how they displayed it. I don't know. Maybe in ancient Egypt they lay, they lay down as well. I'm not sure. Um, uh, that would be an interesting, uh, you know, if anyone's a history uh, bocky. What, what did they do in ancient Egypt? But it's, it, it, so it seems like this. That Rav Shlomo Zaman says, you're right. Today, the Rav Yah is correct. For the, for the reason, number one, to show that we are free, Queen of England doesn't eat that way. But to show how they display their freedom, their freedom, that is still a reason, and therefore the man accepted to still do it for the Ikar parts, and that's why he's makbid on it. But if it's just to show how they did it in yesteryear in the times of Chazal, women in the times of Chazal didn't lean. So what are you trying to do? You're trying to be Makayim, what they did. 2,000 years ago as the Minag then, but the Minag then for women wasn't to do it. So therefore, the women today go according to the Ikara then, which is the Rabia. So that's how Rav Shlomo Zaman understands the Shit of the Ramah. I think it's, it's, it's really, uh, he kind of puts it all together, because otherwise it's really no, difficult mean, to understand the, the Rabia. But it doesn't help me. Doesn't oh no, so why does it help you? It does help you. Because according to Rav Shlomo Zaman, what is he saying? He's saying like this. We pass him like the Ravya. However, regarding the mitzvot of the day, the, the question is like this. The Ramah says, the whole meal we should be leaning. And, and, but the minag of most people is not to do that. But why not? So Rav Shlomo he explained. He said, look, the Ravya is correct. And therefore, eating while leaning for most people is actually uncomfortable. It's not Derech Okay, so then don't do it. However, for the mitzvot of the day, we're going to be machmir, not for the first reason of the Rambam, but for the second reason, i.e. that this is a display of what they did. So for the mitzvot, we're going to be machmir. But for the meal, where it wasn't a special takana, and maybe there wasn't even a minag then, then there's no reason to do it. And other Rabbah, Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach, Dafka didn't mean when eating the meal, and I've heard that that's also the opinion of Moshe Feinstein. But, but for the Kosot, he would leave? Yeah, yeah, Badai, for the Kosot, he would leave. For all the mitzvahs, so at this stage, we're just going to define it as the matzah and the four cups. Regarding karpas, maro, that we're going to have to discuss uh, in next, uh, next week's year. So that we'll discuss in next week's year. So, yeah. So you're saying women are not obligated to eat? Okay, so halachal regarding women. The Ben Yishchai, source number 18. The Ben Yishchai paskins that all Sephardi women, they are nechshav today as chashuvot, as important, so Sephardi women did. Ashkenazi women, I've seen different opinions. Sam go according to the Ikar, din of the Ramah, that they, you know, the meaning of the Ashkenazi women wasn't, was not to lean, so don't lean. I've seen, I think, Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank and uh, others bring down, no, oh, it's up to, you know, if women want to be in Badai, Harishut Adam, and they can, and maybe it's even Lechatrila. So that depends on, every, every person I ask has actually a different minagi. They don't have to go back. They definitely don't have to go back. I think, uh, I think uh, at least uh, Ashkenazi women wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't go back. <laughs> uh, just in terms of leaning, what is the definition of leaning? We've got two minutes. What is the definition of leaning? So, Rav Soloveitchik, in, in, um, he actually points out that leaning has to be a leaning that, that is mashmauti. That means that if i am just got my elbow here, but like the elbow would slip, and I would still be 
sitting as usual, that's not necessarily considered leaning. Whereas if I'm leaning like this, right, where my whole body weight is, and, and you know, someone were to cut the, the table, I would be on the floor. So that is leaning. So it could be that that's, there has to be actually a shear. I think the easiest way to do it is to turn your chair around, and if you lean on it, vadai, if someone had to remove the back of the chair, you would be on the floor, you fulfill your obligation that way, and it's actually quite comfortable. So mm -hmm. at least that's the, the most comfortable that I've found. They, they used to be on basically on the floor. Right. Well, and pillows and couches. So, so to sit up would be uncomfortable in that case, right. but to right. lean would be... Correct. Correct. So that, that's why their whole eating uh, has, has, has changed completely. Right. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, next week again, one o'clock. I'm sorry if, uh, if uh, you were told otherwise.